When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good morning, Elsie Escobar. Hi, pukey face. Hi, thank you. (laughs) Thank you, thank you. Yes, I had a stomach bug, for those of you who are dying to know all about my sicknesses. I had a terrible stomach bug. It's going around the whole school, and I was very smug and bragging that I never get sick. Mm. And then it hit me, and I was sick. Although, I'll be honest... I'm better, and it's only been like 24 hours. Everyone else has had this for like four days. Oh. Sometimes I wonder if I just get sick because I stuck my face in a toilet. Because it's really gross. Like, if you ever want, like for me, if I ever want to make sure that I vomit, I just stick my head in a toilet and think about who just sat there. It's just disgusting. I don't even want to think about that. It's just so gross. Yeah. Like So so uh, I will naturally just vomit. From being right. near my face near a toilet. True. So I don't even know if I even had it. But I mean, especially because I'm all better already. But whatever. Yeah. That's um, that could happen during any day. Um. <laughs> but why would you put your head in the to- near I the wouldn't, toilet but anyway? I'm just saying, any day. if I wanted to fake sickness, I could just oh, by could. putting my face near a True. toilet. Yeah, because I, I don't I would think. I easily get yeah. sick. Ugh. Thinking about yeah. it makes me nauseous. Anyway, yeah, so. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm all better now. Um, thank you for my new nickname. Um, <laughs> Pukey fans. <laughs> yeah. I'm one of those people that throw up like it's like, like it's coming out at like I'm trying to throw up my toes. And oh, they just no. And they just won't come out. And I don't know why. Like if it if it wants to come out, why can't it just be easy? It seems easy for Isaac. I know. He just you know opens what? his mouth and it pours out like the Exorcist, right? And I think that May May used to do that too when she would, even when she was up to about Isaac's age, I think like three or four, where she would just like she it was not it was normal. Like she would go yeah. like oh, and throw up and then be but done it with it and keep on going. Him like like he was in Stand by Me. <gasps> it just bleh, it just would go, it just like pours out of him like he's a faucet. <laughs> I don't understand. It's so difficult for me to get the tiniest bit out. <laughs> yeah, it sucks. I basically have to chew it out of myself. It's terrible. Oh my God, that's <laughs> gross. That is gross. I don't want it. Oh my God. That's if only disgusting. it was that easy. That even sounds easier than what I have to go through. Ugh. Ugh, well, God. all I, I, what I hate about that is the cleanup process because mm-hmm. you are bound to run out of all the th- all the things. Covers, blankets, pillowcases, towels, pajamas, showers. I mean, the cleanup is involved is just like horrible. I, ugh, it's disgusting. It's awful. It's horrible. Horrible, horrible, horrible. Oh, man. I really don't want to get it. Knock on wood because you're not going to get we it. Don't, we're we up don't in the have, mountains. Yeah, but we don't have washers and dryer in here in this house. Well, what do you do so, about your clothes? We we have to go over to the place to the you go to the laundry and dry, to the yeah like a proper yeah that is wow. it. So then, therefore, if we do have let's say a night of unexpected you craziness, wash them in the sink and hang it all up. Yeah, but it's throw up. Oh, vom. Oh, you're talking about vom. I just mean in general. No, no, no. Yeah, of course we can. And actually, I have a place where, in the summertime. It's it's great. Like, you know, panties. I do that with panties and smaller items. Just not. But but I'm talking about yeah, no, you're when right. you're with the whole vomit thing. You can't just be like, here, I'm just going to wash this by hand. Do you have a stream yeah. and a big rock that you go down to to wash <laughs> no. your clothes? Ah. No stream, no big rock. We do. There is a little, there is a little stream. Do you carry a basket on your head? No, although oh, I was raised that with that. Image. It's so funny. It's like we would Your see all the ladies on the street. 
with oh. the tortillas. Las tortillas! They would come down the street. Las tortillas! And then you would you would like peek out of your house and then the lady would be coming up the street with this gigantic, like, I don't know, 30 to 40 to 50 fresh tortillas all stacked right on the top of her head. And then she would come to your house and then you would buy the tortillas off of her and they were totally fresh, like steaming hot, yummy, homemade tortillas. And that's how you would buy the tortillas. I that? didn't know L.A. had people like no, that. Not L.A. No, and El kidding. Salvador. I'm kidding. I know. Uh, so that, how kidding. about that? When you knew the tortilla lady was coming down the street. <laughs> Las tortillas! Las tortillas! <laughs> that's funny. That was awesome. So, yeah, that's, that's pretty... It, it's amazing what they used to carry. Like, I was like, what? They're so... Like, you know, gigantic amount of stuff on the top of their heads and yet still holding their children's hands. But then when the little girls would get to be a certain age, like, I don't know, five, they would also start walking around with the stuff on the top of their head. So you'd see mama and kids all walking around with the things on their heads. Was there a barrier between the tortilla and the scalp? Yes, they had um, this really neat, um, they, they, they have a roll-up thingy. You know, it's sort of like, it's kind of like a... What Yoga you mat? put on the table. Tortilla hat. Like what you put, you know. <laughs> no, it's, you know how people put hot food on like tables and sometimes like you roll up little towels on the outside so that it like pu- puts it up. Yeah. It's kind of like that. They oh. they'd do that on top of their head so that it would rest on there. Like See around here, all, oh. all we had was this. <laughs> oh yeah, look at that. Which was the ice yeah. cream guy. Yeah, no. and the Schwans. I mean, my mom used to buy from Schwans, but that's not a little lady yelling no. las tortillas. And no, no, we had las las paletas. <laughs> that's what the, the oh ice cream God. person. Las paletas, ding 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 ding. The little bell, and then the oh paletero would come down the street with the, these amazing. Oh my God, they're so good. These like super fresh like fruit uh, popsicles. <gasps> so good. Yummy. So good. Yum, yum. Or like they were um, inside of, this is the other thing. I forgot the name of it. It escapes me at this moment. But it, they were also, um, gosh, I wish I remember, plastic, little plastic baggies, kind of. And you would, t- you would you, the plastic bag was full of, I don't know, juice or something that was frozen. And then you mm-hmm. would buy those. And then you would chew off one of the cor- bottom corner parts of the bag. With the frozen whatever was in there, and then you would just suck out of it. That was like the treat. Like that was a uh, El Salvador uh, icy pop. Kind of, yeah, in a plastic bag, and you would just get it. How and do you suck say icy pop in Spanish? I don't know. You're yelling down paletas. the street. Paletas, paletas, <laughs> las paletas. That's <laughs> <laughs> so. oh, funny. Oh yeah, so that was yeah. That's how, that's how we do it up, man. That's how we do it up. People just walking down the street selling stuff. <laughs> walking down the street 10 times a week. I met it. I said, sorry. Oh, my gosh. So, hey, are you glad that I took a little bit of your advice and I at least posted something that was not in a group? Yes and no. Okay. Why? Because you, I was impressed that you posted it outside of your own groups. So yes. that's a Yes. But you are still sort of playing it safe because it's your own Twitter following. I meant for you to do a Medium article or posting it in someone else's community to make a statement to those who don't already subscribe, who don't already drink your Kool-Aid. You're still talking to people who drink your Kool-Aid. But Twitter is, 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 um, how do you say it? Public. So how yes, is that for, different for all so, 5000 people who follow yeah. you on Twitter? I mean our group is bigger. Right. But I went clean house like, by the way. You didn't you had more before. What happened? No, I've never had Yes, I've you never did. had a No, I did. Jess, you've always had a lot. I yeah. have never had a lot. I have never I had a lot. I thought you had like 7. No, I've always I have never had This is the most oh, I've ever okay. had and but here's the kicker uh it's all organic i don't do any like extra promotion using a service to follow follow and all that kind of stuff 
So whoever's following me is following me because they want to follow me. But did you see how many people I follow? So why wouldn't you post this and like work it? In work it. In, work in the work it. it group. You know, I was going to post the thread itself and then I did it. Right. I was also going to post it in other <laughs> Facebook groups too, and then I didn't because right. I took a step, and that was that was that was a good step. That was a step. But you, but and I mean, I'm not unimpressed. There's other things that will come to as well, and it part of it is that you have to kind of be feeling it. You know, you all, like I get the feeling of courage, and then if I have a feeling of courage, I have to follow through because if not, I'm going to be like, <gasps> I'll double. I'll how do you say it? Um, second guess your myself too yeah, much. Everybody so does that. you gotta like follow through when the instinct hits you, uh, and then yeah. So I did that. At Listen, I... I'll tell you the same advice I tell every other social justice warrior that feels weird, you know, really publicizing what they're doing. You can't change the world if no one knows your thoughts. Right. You just can't. Yeah. You just won't. True. Sorry. Yeah, but I do. I do still love you, and I still think what you did was brave. But I know that you can truly make a huge difference. You just have to get out of your own, you know, way. Yeah, and and then part of it is that I also know that I keep thinking like I need to have more information. So I'm thinking like, okay. Don't what? be our current, don't be our mutual client. Don't be writing term papers about everything you need to t- post about. It's all well, opinion. I know, but there's going to be times when I'm going to have to back up my um So thoughts. what? Then just say, you know what? I didn't think of that. You're right. How no, hard no, is no. that? No, it's not that I didn't think of that. It's like the data. If somebody goes like, uh, because I do, I've been compiling some of that stuff, especially with um, bandwidth. And how many people have access and how many people have access to unlimited data or how many people and and what what rural countries aren't currently being supported by having uh, optimal speeds, you know, things like that. Like I'd be interested in finding out which states or which um, metropolitan areas within certain states have Mm -hmm. the most amount of. Um, sort of, I can't say free internet because it's not that, but like the infrastructure that really supports high speed and engagement. Because I, mm-hmm. I thought, I honestly thought too that it was just because I was living here, meaning in in the little place where I am living right now, which is of course, as we all know, doesn't really have much internet at all. But also Asheville itself is has a hor- horrible infrastructure for connection and high speed. Like it just mm-hmm. doesn't. Period. Why and, Why did you change the subject from what we were talking about? No, but that's what I'm saying. I wanted to have, because if somebody says, what are you talking about? Everybody has, you know, or that's not true. That's not a, that's not really, a, 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 basically. But Elsie, if you, what? but Elsie, you wouldn't be making this statement in the first place if you didn't have knowledge. So why are you collecting more? No, because of the data aspect of it. Okay, so basically, it's like you doing a presentation on advertising and stats, and you're just like, advertising has been going up a lot lately in the podcasting space, like a lot. Believe me, I know. Right, but I wouldn't say that without already having data, which is what you're doing as well. Right, but I don't have it in one place. But what you're, no, here's the comparison. I can't make this presentation until I've read every single thing proving it and have it an armor of articles just in case someone argues with me. No, it's not that. It's actually having that exact data. Like I I don't have, I don't think I have the latest. You. That's what I'm saying. I don't. Okay. For bandwidth. For specific bandwidth stuff. Okay. I don't think you need to be an expert on Comcast. No. I think you just need to express your opinion so that people know it's fucked up. And then if someone challenges you, then you look for it. I have to, if I can jump in here real quick. Yes, I, you can. There's a big thing going on about net neutrality. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, I don't want them to take and change these rules and all this stuff. And then I listened to Jen Briney, who has the Congressional Dish podcast. Yeah. And she uh did a whole episode on net neutrality. And when I heard her go through what this is all about and how she explained it, I was shocked, number one. 
And number two, it doesn't matter what they do because it really has no – this. the whole thing about what they're going to vote for and take out really means nothing. And it can be, <laughs> and it can be changed in the next four years. But what she was talking about, how private towns are actually going in and wiring the town and providing internet service for the people of that town. Mm-hmm. And all the big three, Comcast, AT&T, Verizon, they ran a, shme- a schmear campaign against them to get them to stop. And there's like Chattanooga, Tennessee has like one gigabyte of, you know, uh, bandwidth for like $65 a month. Mm-hmm. And it's out to, you know, everybody. Even Yeah, like- I haven't said much about this because I asked Scott about it and he was like, I don't know what everyone's talking about, cop. Comcast is for net neutrality. They're not trying to make anybody pay more for the internet. Right. They're just trying and to. I was op- like, they're just what they're actually doing is they're changing well, then it from. I'm going to stay out of it. <laughs> they're changing it from an edge instead of saying the internet is an educational uh, platform. They're saying it's an informa- It's a information platform or something like that. So that's basically what that all this does, and. It really allows everybody, it allows competition and it allows other places like, you know, let's just say Asheville decided that they were going to wire the whole town and out into the rural areas for high-speed internet. They could do it and then you would pay them for your internet. And it's cheaper because they don't have that big profit margin to make. So it was really interesting. I mean, I love the show. I mean, fascinating. Two hours went by in just a flash. Love the way she does Everything. Yeah, Congressional Edition is cool. I think that that show should be required uh, listening for everyone that's in the United States. She just does an amazing job of like laying it out there in layman's terms so everybody can understand it. And she just mm-hmm. does a fantastic job. But the point is, I mean, she's she, her whole job is studying bills and explaining bills. I'm just saying, as again, as a social justice warrior... You just need to make your point and move on. If someone challenges you, then you do the, here, let me find this for you because I don't have the latest. Right. And and I think part of it, so while we're talking about this, because it is going to lead us into the actual article that I kind of went off on and my little, you know, yes, thread, thread yes. that I put on there. Right. So I just made a comment on. And don't call it little. Oh, sorry. Big thing I did over <laughs> at the Twitter what is it called? It's not even a Twitter thread. It's a Twitter um, storm. But don't belittle I, it either. I Twitter stormed. That's yeah, you I didn't did. do a little Twitter storm. That just makes you sound. That makes you sound. Uh, now I can't little? think of the word. <laughs> yeah, it makes you sound insignificant, and it's not. Yeah, I have All no right. idea what you're talking about. I don't know what you did. What did oh, you do? Oh, you don't Follow know what I did. Link. Okay. I think that, yeah, follow the link in there follow where I the said link I, in from Twitter storm. Trello where it says challenge accepted Twitter, LC's Twitter storm thread. And then you'll read what I commented on. And it's this article that came out uh, on Inside Radio. Mm-hmm. The title of the article is NPR Rad Should Be Podcast Industry Standard. And uh, it's, it's, it's I, you know, we, we commented on this, I think. Gosh, when this was first brought to the table a while ago, but we absolutely covered it on the show. Uh, Mm. And when we did cover it, we, you and I, both came into a consensus that at this moment that this sort of thing being put forward, it it's just really at least it doesn't feel like it's going to work at the moment unless everybody gets on board because what they want is to implement this rad thing. Right, this stand industry standard to uh, they are using it on podcast one. Uh, they're using it, and I think in other smaller um, uh, podcatchers of that are siloed. And what it does is that it measures how long people are listening to an episode versus mm-hmm. a download, because downloads you can't really gauge 
listeners or actual human beings that are listening to the show based on a download because you could have 10 downloads for 10 people but maybe only one person out of those 10 actual downloads that went into the web onto wherever they go actually listened right so these are they're trying to move it from downloads to listeners and so listeners would be solely based on streaming and it would start to measure when somebody presses play, how long they listen, what they skip over, you know, all of that extra knowledge around that specific um, data point, right? So if mm -hmm. you happen to have podcast one and you are subscribed to any podcast or whatever within podcast one, I don't have that app. So I'm not sure if you can, if you, if you can subscribe to other shows that are not NPR shows. Um. But if you go inside there, then what they do is they do actually can, they are currently measuring that and they are able to report on that. The problem is that currently mm -hmm. podcast one is a very, very, very like minuscule amount uh, percentage of the totality of downloads. The majority of this data is coming from iOS. It, it is somewhere between 60 and 80%, depending upon who you talk to. And so they are the ones that are getting the most data and they don't, they're not taking this up. Mm -hmm. So that's, it would work if everybody said yes, and there will be no more downloads and everybody has to stream. The end. No, no choice for you. Right. That's it. Because I know for peanut, you know, when we they're talk trying to, to take the peanut, a hot dog oh. and make it a hamburger. <laughs> you think? Yeah. yeah, that's what they're doing. They're trying to take a hamburger and make it a hot dog, and and it's ridiculous because the, the, everything they're doing, these guys, you guys, everything <laughs> they're guys. doing guys. is is <laughs> not. It's they're trying to do something because they can't stand the fact that. They can't completely control this. So that's why they want streaming. They don't want to download. They don't, they don't like it. They don't like it when the consumer has control over the content. They can't stand it. All right? So now what happens who's is they're trying they? to stream Wait, it. Wait, tell us who's yeah, they? Podcast One. Podcast One. Let's use Podcast One. No, they, not, yeah, not, yeah, not okay. Podcast One. I think it is all of, it's this dude. It it's, is, um, but I was just wondering the dude. who he was All right, the dude, whoever it is. I don't the, care. The man. Public I'll radio. I'll have to look it up now that someone's challenged Public me. radio. <laughs> so now he's, so what so what happens he's giving you half a loaf if you use his app and he can now he can tell you how much how long people have last how long people have listened and how long they've engaged into the content but all this other stuff where you know if you listen to it on overcast or ios or all this other stuff that's going on he doesn't have that statistic no. so if that's you're right. going to go and download his app you're most likely going to listen to his content more. So he, what he's doing is he's cooking the books. He's skewing the information. Mm -hmm. So there you go. And and again, it's just it's all about advertising dollars and trying to get you know. Oh look at this is what we have. And and he's trying to take podcasting and turn it into radio because they don't know how to handle this. They 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 got they came in the sandbox and they're trying to asphalt over the sandbox. In my opinion. And so, but so in order for this to work, they would have to have everybody opt into it, meaning all the, the all the developers of individual, you know, in order for this to really give an overall strong sense, uh, the develop the app developers to have this sort of thing implemented. I believe that they're part of this is is having a public API of sorts. And and it also means having meetings with uh, the folks at Apple and pitching them to make this something that they do so that I'm not sure how they're positioning it so that it benefits Apple because right now it's sort of like do this because we want to know <laughs> it's like okay just because you want to doesn't mean it's good for me uh, so so that's that's I think what they they're wanting to do now my I could understand okay so let's pretend let's say that it Apple is a, a go Let's say Apple says, yes, I will do it. I will, we will do this new way of measuring and we'll implement it and all this stuff. Then, then what's going to happen, and, and this is where my heart, it just, it just sucks, is that we're going to be put in a position where years of 
of habits and the way that we have been used to measuring things, I'm sorry, consuming content, the way that I've always consumed podcasts and the reason that it, it is so easy for me to do it, it's a sense they're going to be forcing me to do something completely different. I'm, I'm not going to be able to do the things that I'm doing right now. And at a really small scale, like my girls won't be able to listen to podcasts now. Why? Because I can't stream content here at home. And so what I do is I take their iPhones and to whenever there's public Wi-Fi and I download a crap ton of podcasts for them so that then when we're home, they can just listen to whatever they want. And it's already there. And that's another thing that I love that they have five podcasts that they listen to. And those are the fives that they listen to. And at this moment, I don't want them to have another choice because the big bad world out there sometimes could you know, I don't know where they're going. And that's the same thing for like Netflix. I love the fact that I download their Netflix shows and they don't have the option to be browsing too much because they spend so much time browsing and not enough time watching the actual content. So what if we say no? What do we as podcasters say? No, we're not doing this. We can't. We can't do do that. We We have an RSS feed. We can still, they can still come to our thing. They can still use a podcatcher and use it. What if we say no? What if we say, go ahead, you guy, and do your streaming thing. <laughs> you suck, you guy. You suck, you guy. You and suck, you guy. And you do your streaming thing, and we say, you know, see, you, we're not we're not listening to your content because you, you make it too hard. Again, they came in and they took something that was easy, and now they're they're making it hard, and it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. So what if yeah, we just well, say I, no and we just do our own thing, and they can go go off and do their thing? You could. I'm just saying, like for all the people who are currently listening inside of, you know, the big giant Apple ecosystem, then if Apple says, let's do it, then our our choice, you know, if, if we do want to do this, John, our choice would be, OK, fine, I will have my show in Apple, but I'm not going to support it, you know, I'll uh, because it's RSS, right? So it's everywhere and you can teach people or, or guide people to go to where you want them to listen. But then that starts to create a problem. I mean, look at what's happening with Patreon already. I mean, that's a whole other can of worms where it's forcing people to then split up and go to different places. And then there's a lot of people who are supporting podcasters that are just going to Patreon and they're, and that's where they support them. Like they have, you know, $5 here, $1 there, $2 here, $10 there. Nothing. Um, and what, nothing is wrong. With, that's what I'm saying. Nothing is wrong with that. But then what's happening is a lot of these producers are leaving Patreon because they don't like what Patreon's doing, which means that now, you know, podcasts one, two, three, and four that they were supporting as a listener are now going to be, one of them is going to be doing PayPal donations. The other one's going to be going to my lips and the other one's going to be doing their own yeah. membership thing on WordPress. The other one's going to stay on Patreon. So now they're one time sort of like one place that they could just do this all at once, they're going to have to split it up. And there's a lot of people who are going to go like, I don't want to deal with having to re-sign up to donate in this new place. So regardless, some of of these producers are going to lose money. Yeah. Well, but that's their choice, it sounds like. I'm becoming a social podcast warrior. So in other words, I'm I'm fighting this the the corporate. I'm fighting the man. I'm not going to do what the man tells me. Listen, man, we had Listen, something man. good here, and now you're coming in here and trying to change everything. And who who told you you They're could? They're not. I say they, this. They to you are. All They're the trying time. to make everybody stream. I don't want to stream. I download. I'm a downloader. Well, I they're trying stream. to make it for them. You it, don't have to do anything that's for your right. show that you don't well, want to do. They're coming in there and they're saying, hey, listen, Apple, you're not doing it right. You've only been doing this for 10 years or more since 2005. You've only been doing this for 12 years. You're doing it wrong. You should be doing it this way. I hope Apple well, tells them to <laughs> kiss it. Yeah, and I don't think they're doing like, hey, listen, Apple. They're doing, hey, listen, podcasting industry. <laughs> Yeah, you are doing it wrong. That's what they're doing. They're doing the whole thing. I say we get a hashtag. Yeah. Hashtag pound sand. We're going to do it our way. <laughs> uh, why is that a problem? All. Why is that a problem, It's not. Jess? It's not a well, problem. Well, you sigh because it's, be- I, I, again, because the big guys are coming in here and they want to change everything. We don't want anything changed. I said this two years ago when I started coming into the sandbox. Get them out. I don't think that they're trying to make everybody do it. They're trying to make their people do it. 
They don't give a shit what we do. That's what I keep trying to say. But they're changing the platforms that we use to promote and the you know the the directors directories that we put our RSS feeds in. They they're changing. They're trying to influence them to change everything that they do, which changes everything that we have to do. Yeah. I think that that's the deal there. It's that they've come into an existing ecosystem and they want it to work for them. And I understand what that means, but regardless, they can't just do it for themselves. They're going to be, they're positioning this as this should be the industry standard for all of podcasting, because if they don't do that, why would anybody want to make choices that are only for them? Yeah, you know, what, you know what I mean. Like right. if, if like you and I well, decide course. we want our listeners to only stream our content, and then we went to every you know conference about podcasting, and we were like, "Hey, everybody, since it's going to benefit us, we but we can't say that we feel that streaming is the best thing for all of you because you can't do it by yourself. You have to have somebody else go. Yeah, they're right." And so they're going, they're positioning it that way, that it's going to benefit everybody. But I understand why they want to measure that way. They just cannot force people to do what they want. That's it. And the other thing is, again, going back to the infrastructure side of things, because we were only the, talking about... Let me ask you something. Yeah. What's the main difference between what they want and what we already have? The difference the between streaming and downloading? Yeah, the measurement. The fact that the, no, now they can't... No, the, 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 the main difference... Dif- for us, the difference for the listener. Is there a listener difference? Sure. Yes, because most people download. Yes. Well, there you okay. go. Okay, there's a the difference. There let, let me rephrase. <laughs> let me rephrase. Okay. Let me just let me let me just put it to you this way. Okay. So like I'm a serious XM listener. Yes. I don't get to download the shows that I missed. No, I go you don't. on the app. Yes. I found the one that I missed. I okay. push play and I listen to it. Yes. This is really, as a listener, not too much different than what's happening with with podcast. Like, if I right. miss a show, I download it. It takes up space on my phone. That's the only difference. Well, no, it the takes only up difference space on my phone. There's a lot of people that that's the first question that I get. Is that going to eat up my data? I cannot tell you how many people that I've introduced to podcasts. It's their first question. Is that going to eat up my data? Do I have to download that? Is that like YouTube? Because YouTube eats my data up. That's exactly so that's the whole thing. Really, that's, that's it. So let's do it the other way. A serious XM. So w- what if instead of doing what you were just doing now, you actually couldn't listen to your shows when you wanted to. You were forced to download every show. Like you had to download it every single time. Mm-hmm. And then, But you were like, wait a minute, but I'm used to doing it this way. Where's the button for, where's the button for streaming? And they'd be like, "Well, sorry, guys, we've. This is the way we're doing it now." Well, and so I, then I you'd be like, "Oh be, my god!" I don't mean to be Captain Obvious, but I think pressing play to the average listener is just pressing play to the average. Yes, absolutely. But the thing is, though, they will notice the way that you're downloading, like you're downloading the stuff. Like at this moment, you still there's there's still choices for people. People put. Um, how do you say it? Like there's a lot of apps, even inside of an iPhone, that say do not use cellular data, right? Because not everybody has that. Not everybody has the ability to just let things go, meaning to okay. stream down. So that means that what's going to end up happening is that a lot of people are going to stop the way that they've done things and then put a cap on the behavior around certain apps, yes, especially that's right. with They're listening They're going to apps. have to stop the way they've done, they've done things. However... There's a misnomer in using the term streaming. It doesn't mean turn your podcast into streaming radio, which is what I think people are the most afraid of. It just means they're going to press play and this will happen versus they're going to press play and this will happen. For a listener and basically for a podcaster, that's the only difference. It's sort of like saying, I mean, to me, what I hear you guys complaining about is, all your life, you've been putting your socks on left first, then right. And you don't want someone coming in here telling you you have to do it right and then left because you want the choice to do it however you want. That's not true. Right. And now, okay, now, now, now if you want to use that, though, look at yes, what's happening right now with the, with the stats that have just changed with Libsyn. 
Okay. And think about what people are doing right now. Oh my God, I can't do it the way this was because of this. I can't do this because of that. Oh my gosh, where's here's the here's the tutorial. This is how you do it. But no, this is the way it used to be, and now I want it to be this, and it's green. Yeah, but so what? They'll okay, learn so right then left. No, it no, was left but then that, right. Now it's right then left. It's better this way for many reasons, most of which is you don't lose the left sock anymore. That is so. You're trying to simplify something, and you're not even it's close to what's going yeah, on here. Not. So. What happened? I am, I think. No, I, I don't. I think I'm a genius. Let me, ha- let me just have the floor for two seconds. Okay, <laughs> okay, so what happens is that you, where you live right now, you can't make a cell phone call because you have horrible connectivity That's to true. your house. I have terrible All right, I had serious radio for years and years and years, and the only time I could ever get it was when I was in my vehicle. I had something okay. in my house. I had a, a wire running across. It was out on the roof, and I had to point it to the west, and if a wind blew, I'd lose my Sirius, and I'd be up <laughs> on the roof again and all that kind of stuff. When If I could have went to, to the Sirius website and downloaded the shows that I wanted to download and put them on my phone and listen to them when I wanted to, how I wanted to, I would have much preferred to do that. It's not the same thing as just putting your sock on left and right. If I'm out and down in in an area where they don't have very good Wi-Fi or anything like that, I can't stream my show. All right, I can't drive sixty miles and then run through dead spots and then I lose I lose my audio. Okay, that part's true. There you go. So that's why I like to download it, and I have. That's true, actually. If you don't have Wi-Fi, it's true that you can't listen to the show. That's true. That part sucks. Right, but that's the big thing. That's the huge thing. You know, it's a bit of a pisher. But, well, I mean, I'm not trying to downplay it. It sounds like I'm trying to. I guess I am trying to downplay it. It's a big deal. But maybe you'll be able to still do both. Download that, and streaming. That's the, it, the hope is that, right? That's what w- you would want. You would want to have a choice. That's what you would want. To but you're still going to want to push that. people to streaming because unless you're wanting to stick your head in the sand, you're going to want those additional statistics. Who does? Who cares? Yeah. Who cares about that? that? Not the listener. Listener doesn't care. No. As a podcaster, you should care whether or not you actually have 400 listens or 100 listens. Right. But look at the people. people Push play and change their minds. Totally. Okay. Now listen to this, though, Jess. Come on. Like the people are complaining. I have people and I see their hearts break. Especially the ones that are not even in the hundreds and thousands, you know, the ones that we've seen that have dropped, you know, but they're still getting in the thousands. I have the people who are like, oh, my gosh, I have 20, 20 downloads. And then all of a sudden the algorithm changed. Oh, 10. And then all of a sudden the algorithm changed. Oh, four. Four. Okay. I have four, four but people. They, okay, no, no, but what I'm saying. right in the first place. Well, what I'm saying is that it's there's. It's it's like yeah if they ugh, I don't know if people you don't you don't know what stats can do to people and yes, so I when do. they start to but let me what, tell you as a Jew and a podcaster for all of you listening Santa isn't real okay <laughs> it wasn't twenty in the first place they right. were miscounting in the first place right. that's why the algorithm keeps changing it's not right. to screw you out of your five dollar ad. Or your $50 ad or your $500 ad. You believed in Santa Claus and Santa isn't real. So I'm very sorry if the stats have changed and now you have less downloads. But guess what? That's because Santa isn't real. That's it. So you should care. You but then this is, a, this is the response. Staying up all night, wrapping your presents, and bringing bicycles in from the outside. You should want to know that so that you can act accordingly. So don't tell me you don't want your streaming stats. So, you care. Well, here what care I'm going to. It's 100 and not 400. Well, I, here's my thing I don't care that Santa Claus isn't real. My thing is that I don't want to take the people that, learn, that, that listen to my show a certain way and then push them to do something that they don't want to do and they decide to go back and listen to radio and stop listening to podcasting. You don't have to, but it's better for you as a content creator to know the truth about your stats. Okay, I I understand that. But now going back to what John was talking about too, because then we go back to that same access, right? So then it's essentially saying, well, if you can't stream it, you can't stream it. Sorry, dude. You're, you know, the way you used to do it, you can't do that anymore. And the people that are going to suffer are the ones that have the least amount of access and the least amount of financial freedom. Because most people that can afford to do unlimited data, 
are people who have more money. More people who have the nice devices where they can, you know, download all this stuff and have the different podcasts have the the funds to be able to do it. And there are in metropolitan areas in the United States, which means yeah, that... I was just going to say, I've seen people way broker than you able to access Wi-Fi. Right? Are you kidding? Even in the third world, even in El Salvador, one of the first things that you start to see is like these little, you know, the 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 folks that are in poverty who are have a cell phone and an, an right. iPhone and they have a hut. They're living in a hut with, no, with nothing else but That's a right. cell phone. Totally. Right. I understand that. The data is the problem. It's not the thing itself. The right, data, right. the access is the problem. Right. The infrastructure is the problem. But so what, what, okay. what this is catering to is the metropolitan cities, all of the people on the coasts that have the funds and the infrastructure to support these choices. Nobody is looking at anybody else in the United States. Right now, and politically speaking, most of the people are sitting back like that are going like, oh, my gosh, it seems like there's a lot of people that are not educated about some of these things. Things and they're making decisions that are based on only the things that they knew in the past or not the full mm. story or just Fox News. So if we want to reach people like that, there has to be an infrastructure to get that. What he was talking about, John was talking about congressional dish. How? And then he said everybody should listen to. Right. What if you need to listen to this to get more better educated instead of going to Fox News and getting your news that way? So then now you have like all I'm saying is that it goes beyond just making a choice on the producer sides of things to grow this audience. That's all I'm saying, that there are larger conversations to be had. What's the difference between what you're saying and being upset that rural and inner city schools are way more terrible than private schools. Wait, I don't understand what that... <laughs> well, like I don't know what that, that means. Yeah, you lost me on that. I don't know what that means. Okay, you're upset because people with money basically have access to better education. That's not true. That's not what we're upset about. So you don't even no. understand what we're upset about. The, the problem is that me and Elsie are about the, 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 the podcasting industry... And Jess, you're more about the advertising industry. No, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not. Kind of, sort of. You are. Fence. If I can I say so, you're worried about fence. you. You're on the. You're in the pocket of the advertising industry because that's I'm you know you want to be able to get people pocket. paid and stuff like that. And the problem is that now they're going to come in here and try to change everything about podcasting and make it hard for the pe- for some people that used to be able to get podcasts. Now they're not going to be able to do that, and it has nothing yeah. to do with money. It just so has, it has, it has the, to a do with bit geography. Of- Access and so it. So if you start to think everyone, about it, listen. I want everyone to have as much internet access as humanly possible. I will never change or waver in my desire for that. I've always thought the more people with technology, the better for this exact reason because they can stay more informed and make better decisions and stuff like that. But the fact of life is just that people with more money always have better access to education and technology. It's never been any different. They always say everything before the butt is bullshit. And. <laughs> and so but here but here's the other thing too though part of the reason people started to for like the podcasting space started sort of like in the point of view of like public school a public school system let's say that was actually right. better than the public school system than the pri- like that had private school education that's what i view what podcasting was like but even in public was schools like, here or they even have homes- to bus kids around because so- no good teacher wants to work in the city so they have to make it so that half the city kids come to the suburb schools and half the suburb kids go to the city schools so the teachers will want to work anywhere Therefore, they mix everything up and make all the kids miserable. It's really, an, it's stupid. But you're making our point for Delaware us. For yeah, it. you're, I know. <laughs> that's right. All right. Okay. okay. Because that's I, what it here's is. Here's the thing. Here's where I'm sitting. I'm not in mm. anyone's pocket. I'm not in an advertiser's pocket. Here's where I am. I represent shows and have talked to hundreds of shows a good percentage of which has have bullshitted me about their stats either because they think I won't check they don't really know how to read them or you know they they just want more money for their ad I had one advertiser who knows I have the login and password go after one of my advertisers around me like behind my back and 
pitch them five times what they're actually getting in downloads. And then when that advertiser came to me and said, oh, I didn't know you were representing this show. What's the proposal? I said, well, I didn't give you a proposal because they weren't over 5K. And she was like, well, that's not what they told me. And then I fired them. And then within 10 minutes, they sent her an email saying, so are you going to want to sign up with us or what? For 5K an episode. And it was more like 500 Right, so well, basically, what's going on? But that's not on? our problem. Yeah, that's a so whole different. That's, that's not, apples that's a and whole other different conversation. It's a whole other different conversation, but with better stats comes more reality. That's yes, where I'm that's sitting true. from. I need Art. people okay. to have a little bit more reality when it comes to what their show is getting. Don't be sitting in the dark, Lottie, dying your way through twenty thousand an episode when it's four thousand. I want people to understand the truth. And I feel like if you don't want to know the truth, you're being irresponsible for for any way that you make money, any way that involves you building a community or advertising something to your community or using your like, let's just say you get speaking gigs based on the fact that you've built this giant community that doesn't exist. Right. All of that is dishonest to me. And there's too many yep. dishonest podcasters out there. So that's where I'm sitting. It has nothing to do with like access. Like I don't even think about access because I'm not that evolved, I guess. Okay. okay so but that's like, what we're talking about. Access right now. Okay. Not, not I think access is important. But to <clears throat> me, if it's a question, don't say everything before. <laughs> Listen, I think access is important. Okay. To me, this conversation is access versus knowledge for you as a podcaster. And I'd rather have the knowledge. I want people to have the knowledge. And if that means of stats. That not every. Yeah, yes, of who's. Yes, you should have as many statistics about your show as possible. But what. See, again, and that's for one model. And I know stats makes people crazy, Elsie, as they should. It's for one model yeah. of revenue. From from getting it's advertisers, not. it's not. There are other people that, that that don't even care about advertisers that sell That's their own great. products that that uh, That's use. Right. Uh, they still need to know their stats. No, they don't. They do not. They don't need to know. Okay, their, oh, but let's they, go. But they want to know, don't they? Let me let me just talk about Jennifer Briney again. I okay. I so Jennifer Briney is her show is all listener funded. It comes from money that she sends in. That money she doesn't care. I mean, she. I'm sure she cares about she stats. She cares because the more listeners you get, the more but people do, will you, donate. But it doesn't matter because if she has twenty thousand listeners, it doesn't mean she gets a dime more than if she has ten thousand listeners. Yes, it does. No, because no, ten thousand no, more because, people have heard her ask for money, and therefore they'll donate more. But it. But what I'm saying is that this. Oh, but you're saying it, she's not cheating anyone. Yes, that's right. true. So in other words, it doesn't. Like in other words, she can't say, "Well, you know, give me." five dollars an, uh, an episode because i i reach fifty thousand listeners she doesn't care about that what she's saying right. is here i'm providing a product and i don't even and and she did it perfectly the other day she says listen she's been in the restaurant business her whole life and when in the restaurant business you get a meal you, you get everything and you don't pay until the end all right and so and then you get and you get your tip and everything so what happens she provides a service and if you find value in that service then please help support the show and it's and she doesn't care about the average CPM and all that nonsense. It doesn't mean anything to her. But That's great. if they do this whole streaming thing and she loses a bunch of listeners because they don't want it to stream anymore and she just they decide that it's no good, that makes a big hit on her. That makes a huge hit on her ability to make money. Yeah, all right. You're right. <laughs> See, Elsie, this is what happens when someone argues with you and they win. You just say, okay, you're right, and then you just move on. See, it's well, still safe. Okay. I'm still safe. Nothing still bad has safe. happened. Is that what happens? Nothing right. bad has happened. This is it. I can still go about my life today and be fine <laughs> with it. I'm not going to die. I mean, I, I, you're right. You're 100% right. In her case, it, it's bad. In most cases, it's bad. I just... In one so case, it's good, and in one case only. Versus- and it's the CPM model for advertisers who advertise on podcasts, so they can say, "Okay, you're going to get this much exposure." Well, that part sucks, but right. So they're going to take and change everything. They want to change everything for one section of podcasting because that's the only way they make money. Well, I don't care they if they. Make make I honestly don't care if money. they make money that way. I don't care. I don't you care should, as a podcast. I don't. I don't as a podcaster. I don't care. I well, think that there's also the other side of you things, too, because, though, here. Because shit rolls downhill. And if they don't make money, advertisers go look elsewhere, then no podcasters make money. That's the way that works. I don't believe that either. I believe that people... That's true! Well, I, I would say... Yes. Hello, Fred! 
Fresh is a perfect example. They started out Who? on big show Hello Fresh. They started out on big shows. Now they're trying little shows. And you have a lot of friends who have Hello Fresh as an advertiser that wouldn't have them had they not started on whatever Gimlet, NPR, whatever they were doing. But what I'm saying is there's shows like Glenn the Geek that has that he does, you know, he does his own selling and stuff like that and he's doing That's fine. Right. He is doing fine. I'm going to teach more people how to do it that way. Okay. Well, then we won't need but, them big people and they can go pound sand. Hashtag pound sand. But yeah. And then we get into the problem okay. too, though, Jess, that it's and and that it's about people wanting to be real about what it takes because there is right now the also what what focusing on stats does at times is that it it takes away the responsibility from the listener side of things sometimes because there is only one metric that they're trying to get to such as as long as I get like let's say the 5,000 downloads no matter how I got there I'm going to get the money right because it's all on that metric which means and that's why people get so pissed off when they see that um, you know that the algorithm is changing because they were solely focusing in on doing things that would get them more downloads, not necessarily more engagement, not to grow, uh, you know, conversations with their listeners, not building community, not having feedback, because they're really just focusing in on that. And there are too many variables right now, especially with, you know, just going back to like Twitter bombing and, and stuff like that and putting like, if you put your URL currently, like, you know, whatever, whatever dot MP3, you can share that direct file just so that people have access to it. But there are going to be times when that file is going to be shared and somebody's going to click on it and nobody's going to listen to it, but it's going to inflate the actual uh, downloads or, or what you that what that means, but nobody's really listening. And there are a lot of people mm -hmm. that are doing tactics like that too. And I've seen them do with Facebook ads as well, putting those types of links in there. But that doesn't necessarily reflect an actual growing audience. It just reflects more clicks, aka more download numbers, but not mm -hmm. an audience. And so I do see the need to reflect for more audience, but it also at this moment, just like you're talking about, you could teach somebody exactly what they need to do to make money that isn't based on just specifically uh, focusing in on a CPM advertising model based on CPMs. But it's like, that's a lot of work. <laughs> People don't want to do work. People no, just don't, don't want to. And unfortunately, that's the truth. And it's like when I sit there and go like, well, you first have to look at this and this and this. And it's like, well, no, I just want tactics. People just want tactics. They want to have a, a to-do list, a task list. They have to well, so I'm gonna check them. them. They want to check it and they want to do it. But there's a, there's a lot of subtlety that goes in between all of that stuff as well. So anyway. Bah. 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 All right, so fun. should we move to Weird and Wild Show of the Week? Weird and Wild. Weird and Wild. Weird and Wild Show of the Week. Oh, well, I can tell you all about this. This is Yes, from tell app. me, tell me, because it's really great. It, actually, no, it's a speaking Spanish show. It's a new speaking Spanish it is, show. Yes, but and. You probably don't, you've probably never downloaded Duolingo which is an app on your iPhone that will teach you how to speak any language by making it kind of a game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this is, well, yeah, so it's not about so, Duolingo, but it's more no, about the Spanish, show, the way that the Spanish this, podcast is done. Yeah, so this is going to be the Duolingo Spanish podcast for English speakers who are learning Spanish. The first episode is for free. And new episodes are going to be every 30. Every 15-minute episode is going to be a narrative nonfiction story similar to This American Life. Um, and basically, it's going to teach you how to speak Spanish, kind of. We'll see. Is that the it, idea? Yeah, it is. She, but here's going to... Martina Castro, co-founder of NPR's Spanish Language Podcast, will be narrating the story in clear, intermediate-level Spanish. Hmm. Right. So here's but here's where the difference is, because there's a lot of Spanish shows that are like this. I mean, there's a, a gazillion bajillion of them that are doing like the same level of Spanish and whatever. But the difference with this is that they are going to be at the same time uh, focusing in on the cultural aspects within Spanish speaking countries. So they're going to be telling stories that are of 
inclusion, diversity, teaching people who are listening about the different areas and colloquialisms. Is how you say colloquialisms? Yeah, colloquialisms. Yeah, whatever. Um, All of that (laughs) within that so that when people listen to it as well, not only are they going to be exposed to the language, but they're also going to understand the nuances of Spanish-speaking countries and the difference in the culture itself. So it's going to be teaching more about that. Mm -hmm. So that's where the difference is versus – because usually you get – I don't know. I mean, in terms of reading, you know, like, see Jane run, see whatever run, you know, I don't know, Jack jump the Well, that's what they do in the app. Well, yeah. And so what I'm saying is is, like, I am a boy. You are a girl. Right. (laughs) (laughs) And so the point here isn't that it's going to be kind of like that, which is sort of very just whitewashed, essentially. This is going to be focusing in on in addition to learning the language as it's being spoken in a conversational way, it's going to add the layer of cultural knowledge and yeah, understanding. If you can understand it. In that, yes, in in that scope. So it's not just about the easiest thing for them to learn. So that's why I love that. I feel that it's a wonderful way to introduce uh, a new language to the mix. So I'm stoked. See, I've done two lessons in the basics, and I can't remember now. Manzanas. Manzanas. And usted. Usted. I forget. Usted. I don't even know what it means. I got to go through the whole thing over again. Usted is you, but it's Oh, you're hungry. Usted. Is that what it means? No, usted. Es una manzana. Es una manzana. No, es una, that's, a, that's an apple. That's what you just said. Oh. <laughs> got it. Oops. <laughs> manzana is apple. Well, I feel stupid. So, well, there you go. There's that. But that's still, you said it. you said it right. I was just trying to like, Usted quiere una manzana? Do you, would you like to have an apple? Yeah. Okay. As, yeah. Yes. <laughs> you can see that I'm doing very well. <laughs> but I just don't have time to do it. If I, you know, if I was going somewhere where they spoke Spanish, I would do it more. Regularly? Somewhere. Yeah. I would be more committed. More committed to. I do yeah. want to learn it really bad. I just never have a chance to do it. I, think I also you want to listen. I want to read 20 books that I don't read. So there you go. All right. I've read at 48 this year. But what? When do you have time? I read in When my you don't ears. have Wi-Fi, you probably have time. Yeah, because I have do- audiobooks that I download. So that's good. I loved. I love that. Okay. Well, how are you doing that and not talking to your kid? I go to sleep with it. Then you, you miss know. part of the book. Yeah, I, go, well, I just go back. I go back to it. I yeah I fall asleep to it I when I when I relax when I have downtime it's what I listen to when I need to give my my brain a break I listen to a book. Do you um is it mostly fiction or nonfiction? Fiction. I, it's really hard for me to read nonfiction because then I have to actually use my brain for. That's what I'm saying. That's cognitive. Why it's hard for me. Yeah, for to actually think about stuff and then I get ideas and all that stuff. Whenever I'm listening to a book, that's a it's a fiction. When I'm reading a fictional book, it just gives me uh, it's an escape. It's sort of like watching yeah, a movie. Yeah. That I can not. do. That I so, could yeah. do, but I can't seem to read nonfiction. Like I was like I'm like partially of the way through Hillary Clinton's book. But I Who's? find that what? I, I missed Hillary, it. Hillary Hillary Rodden. Oh Hillary, what, yeah, yeah. Her book What Happened uh-huh. is really interesting, but um I can't you know, I have to be focused. I can't I can't listen to her and work. Yeah. I can't I think I read one nonfiction book this year. I can't even remember what it was. But I read one nonfiction book. Yeah. I tried and I just can't to. do it. I think if I work out more, then I won't be able to do it. Yeah, maybe right. that would work. Anyway, yeah. um, so shall we move to some tool tips? Elsie's tool tips. I just saw that this was released this week. It is from a Groupon's founder's new app, Descript, edits audio files directly from text. So I guess the whole concept of this is that it transcribes the audio and then you can essentially edit your your audio in the same way that you would edit a document. Have we tried it? No, because I actually this just came out. We are recording on a Wednesday and this came out on Tuesday. I'm dying <laughs> to try this. I'm dying so, to download it. Well, let's it try, try it. it. Let's try it. 
Yeah, the, here's the catch, though, because I because there is a service. So I was trying to figure out how they did this. It's only and, available on the web, it says. And the only thing that I feel that I see is a little bit like I didn't realize that this was a thing, although it's really interesting. It says that, okay, so this is a Mac-only app. Mm-hmm. Um, there will be two versions of the app, a standard one that costs $20 a month with Whoa. an initial with an initial $10 per month deal. And another version that's free to download, but doesn't offer the text to audio edit tools. In the paid version, transcription services will cost 0.07 cents per minute. While in the free app, transcriptions are 15 cents a minute. So that's how they're going to be making money based on this. There's a service that you subscribe to in order for this to happen. That makes sense. I would totally pay $10 a month. Now, wait a minute. It's called Descript, right? Yes, it's oh, it's only available on the web, not through the Mac App Store. Oh, because I went no, to no, the Mac it App says, Store. No, no, no. It says the new Descript app officially rolls out today in the Mac App Store and on the web. No, but look at the bottom. It says just on the web. Correction, an earlier version of this article incorrectly said Descript is available for download through the Mac App Store. The oh, story I see. has been updated to clarify it's only available on the web. I'm downloading it. Oh, Let's try it. All out. right, I see. Okay, I was trying to uh uh-huh. Okay. Well then there's that. I gotta try but, it. So yeah, so it, I mean it's interesting and think of all the genius things we've said but not written down. <laughs> I know. Like and in then webinars you start to, and stuff. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. To be able to like really quickly go through that. And I guess, you know, in term, it would really help. Like this is how I can see if this was a, a, an amazing, you know, editor as well. It would be really great for all of the bits and pieces of, of um, extra marketing that you might have to do. So let's say there is a little snippet that I'm like, oh, my gosh, or the drops that John loves to grab from uh, for us or a bit of the conversation. It would be easier to scan and sort of read, copy, and I would assume copy and paste from the audio file to you to do that, as well as being cre- able to create really easy snippets for marketing, not audio, but just uh, text-based. Like maybe there's a conversation where Jessica said something brilliant about some advertising ideas or anything like that where we can just capture her little monologue and then she can then make that into a little bit of an extended uh, post on the website or something on a blog post or something like that, which would be really cool. Who said that? So, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> That's right. I said that. So, so it's ten dollars a month and then half off on transcriptions. Yeah. So, so I wonder how all that stuff. It's ten dollars so... a month and you still have to pay for a transcription. I think this is great for people that are doing podcasting that don't really want to learn how to edit but can't afford an editor. They might be able to yeah. get away with this. You know, I'm all for Let's this. Try it. Yeah, that's true. You know, some don't I have something that I was asking you to edit that I could just run this through and see if it works? Me? I don't remember what. Who, me? Yeah. Did I give you something to edit like a long time ago? And I then think there was those shows that you were doing the money market The Money Cast? The Money Cast. I don't even know where yeah, they are I anymore. Could... I don't either. But I'm saying I could <laughs> run it through and see if it works as a test. That's true. You could actually get you know. possibly some genius stuff from the money cast. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. for other things, like repurposed. Exactly. That's kind of neat. Yeah. yeah. I, yeah. I think that some, you know, because editors are freaking out. Oh, no. What are we going to do now? We'll be selling pencils on the corner. And no, I, they won't. I really don't think that. I think that there's certain, no. certain things this will work for and certain things it won't. And, you know, who yep. knows? And it, you know what? Who cares? I'm ready to retire. <laughs> oh. No, you're not. Are you over <laughs> no. it? Oh, not really. I mean, again, fully over it. Are you? So some shows are. Sometimes there's some shows where I'm like, oh, we good gracious, can we end this? But then again, there's other ones that are that are not that bad. Thanks. Yeah, yeah I know. Yay. <laughs> I'll take that. We'll take it and do it. Oh, yeah. So you guys, you. if anybody wants to check it out, do let us know. You can email feedback at shepodcast.com and tell us what you think about this, or if anybody is going to really use it. Because again, we go back to the the problem at hand here, which we've discussed, which is uh, people don't really like to work or do things that are hard. <laughs> and so there might be <laughs> there might be a point here where they're like, oh, it's too hard to even do that. So I don't know. Uh, See, you know, there was so. a thing that I was going to do with the She Podcast as I was editing. I was going to actually uh, screencast me editing the She Podcast because there's a lot of things that I do 
that nobody notices, like when you two talk over each other. And I'll yeah. listen to both sides and I'll say, okay, well, Elsie was, she started a sentence, but Jess came in and she trailed off. So I'm going to use Jess. So what I do is I can cut that out. Or if you both say something to finish a sentence and I want to, I want the people to hear both of you, I can cut and time shift where Elsie talks, then Jess talks. I was just going to do that and then put the video up there. And if anybody wanted to watch it, they could watch, you know, how I go through the process of, of kind of editing and moving stuff and, and doing things like that. People would love that. They, mm -hmm. People don't know that that exists and that that's why you pay editors. I don't think that people, I think that people realize or, or recognize like doing edit, editing work that you're doing is by far above the majority of when people are outsourced their, edio, uh, their uh, editing because usually what happens is they send it off to the editor and the editor puts the intro and the outro <laughs> on the interview, which is in the middle. And that's about it. And then you get back a finished file. And then whoever gets that, because they know how to put uh, files together, is now what they're getting paid for versus doing the stuff that you're talking about, which is going through the content, taking things out, adding things in, moving things forward, moving things back. And um, yeah, that's like, it, yeah, that's a whole other level of stuff. It has a little right. tutorial that teaches you how to do it. I think you're going to like it. Cool beans. Well, I'm going to check it out. I'll see like what yeah. the scoop is with all this stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I think that we we made it through the show. I think barely, we made it through the show. We, made we barely it. made it. We made it. We barely made it. And again, guys, if you have any feedback, please email feedback at gpodcasts.com and let us know your thoughts. We'd love to hear it, even if it is just a little shout out, even at Twitter, if you can. Also, you can join our free group if you're a lady, which is facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash she podcasts. You can like us on Facebook as she podcasts and follow us on Twitter at she podcasts. Um, we will also be featured at PodFest. So if you're coming to PodFest, it's in Orlando. Go to podfest.us. Um, we would really like to see you and um, say hello and give you a hug. So go to podfest.us and get your tickets. It's coming up February 8th through 10th. So it's not that far away. It's in Orlando, which is usually cheap to fly to. Um, that's pretty much it. I just would like to see you guys there. It's a really, really, really fun event done by our friends, the Kremitzoses, Katie and Chris. Is there anything else? You like PodFest, don't you, Elsie? Yes, did you I have do. Fun last year? I did. I very much did. Absolutely. Yay. We ate all the things. We ate all the things over and over, though, but you got sick of eating all the things over and over. Did. You did get sick of it. There's only so much French onion soup you can have, I think. <laughs> yes. Where you're just over. And hummus. This time it's going to be at the Wyndham. They changed it, and now it's at the Wyndham. So yeah. it'll be in a different place, which should be fun. Anyway. All right. Hope to see you guys there. Thank you so much for listening. Love you. Mean it. Bye. Bye. <laughs>